man, I can shoot the ball. I know I can shoot the ball. I'm not worried about what anybody says. Like, I'm a dog on the court. That's how I play. They play fast. They have three-point shooting. They're young. They're versatile. And that's how I want to play. That's how I think the game should be played. You know, this team is on the rise. The city's on the rise. Oh, that's, that's exciting. You know, I'm getting chills talking about it. You are listening to Throne Room Breakdown with Jason Jones and Kenny Carraway, only on the Athletic Podcast Network. Happy Tuesday to everyone, especially those of us who are not Niner fans. You know, we can all smile and live in Northern California with with uh, pride and joy and fear of and no longer fearing hearing bang bang or should I say pune pune Niner crew. My name is Jason Jones. I'm Kenny Carraway and Jason, this is a basketball podcast. We're not here to talk about no nonsense. Okay. There there's other places to go if you uh wanna talk about football. This is a hardcore basketball podcast. Let's stay on track, please. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, my, my my apologies are they say <laughs> my bad. I I'm sorry. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna <sighs> touch on that. We're not, we're not gonna touch on 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 the uh, the rat beef that was sparked from the loss. None yeah, of that. We'll go crazy. right into. It's crazy. It's know, it's, re- it's serious know. business out here, Jason. Got the, serious got, got the big homie Snoop Dogg weighing in saying, "No, we can't do this. No, let's take this off of social media. You know." Let's be grown about this. Hey, Jason, it still stands, bro. We can meet in Temecula, all right? Because we meet, we right, can meet cool, in Temecula. Cool, cool. You know well, what I'm saying? We can have some bone yeah, room cool, beef. Cool. I'm 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 not. First <laughs> off, I already know how how Niner fans get down. Y'all y'all would just jump me. It wouldn't be a fair one anyway. So I'm not going to set myself up for that. And secondly, I'm a peaceful man. You know, I you know I practice yoga and all that. So I ain't got no. I, I've got no. You know. I got no beef, you know. I got no beef with you. All right, man. I'm just, I'm just saying, that, you know, it's a hardcore basketball podcast. Hardcore. Mm-hmm. We talking X and O's. We talking um, out of bounds plays. You know what they call them? Uh, <laughs> OTBS or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Sideline out of bounds. We talking. What's the other one? Uh, Sega ba ba ba. You know, second games of back to backs. What, what they all? You know, we talking all that, man. I never knew what that meant. I was like, what is this? That's the people are ridiculous. Right, when when we gotta have ten letters, you know what I'm saying, to break something, just stop it. it. It even I thought it, it was talking about I thought it was talking about um you know, Sega Genesis. I was like, why are we talking about you know, I'm like talking about no game consoles? I'm confused. It's goddamn ridiculous. Yeah, I found that yeah. it I've known it for a while, but there was a long time when I didn't know what they were talking about. I was like, what the hell is this, bro? But nobody would tell me I'm not cool. <laughs> Well, yeah, man. I, look, before we get started, I will face the music. Yeah, man. I, I talked a lot, man. I talked a lot. I have no problem facing a little music. They let they 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 didn't finish the job. Like Dennis Green said, we let him off the hook. Damn, damn. Oh well, but we won't we won't rehash that uh tragic end of the first half where you know or you know being six minutes away from Nick Bosa meeting his hero. And- <laughs> We won't, we won't, we won't rehash any of that. We won't, we, we, we'll just go right into the Sacramento Kings and their travails, their yeah. issues, their problems. And uh, actually, I was about to say, Jason, four, they've won four of six. They've won four of six. Four of six. And in that uh, four of six, change in the lineup. Yeah, they even they even beat a team with a winning record. Yeah, one of those losses, I would say, was kind of preordained. Like they weren't beating the Lakers. <laughs> On, not that night. Nah, nah, they was. They weren't. They weren't game. winning that. They weren't winning that game. I mean, that was you know 
grown man basketball coming right at you. Poor Eric Mika was minding his business on a Saturday. They're like, hey, you want a 10-day? <laughs> sure, guess what you got to do? What I got to do? Go defend Anthony Davis. <laughs> what the hell? He ain't in Stockton no more, baby. <laughs> yeah. The goddamn uh, Lakers were out there looking at, like, Drano from Sunset Park making every damn three there was. Caruso can't even shoot, and he was hitting threes. Man, you better leave the point guard alone. Man can't shoot. And he was three for three in the first half. Rondo hitting threes. Hey, you notice how much better De'Aaron played without Caruso around yesterday? Come on, man. Don't don't start that. Don't start that, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Don't start that nonsense. <laughs> see, see, Kings fans shouldn't have cared about Lonzo Ball. It should have been could could they get rid of Caruso? Don't start that. Not <laughs> stop it. Stop point, it. Point. Hey, if LeBron call him the goat, I gotta call him the goat. Hey, I'm calling him Alex. His mama named him Alex. I'm calling him Alex. Hey, man, he gives hope to all of us with you know who losing our hair. So I mean, Moyo. <laughs> More power to the point God, so, Alex Caruso. So, yeah, they weren't winning that game. But, you know, like you said, four and two, last six games they since tra- they made they, the lineup and change. And they tried to lose the last game. They tried to lose the last game. That I was mean. crazy. I mean, they tried to get I – mean, They really tried. An eye for an eye, <laughs> two for two. You know what I'm saying? They, they, were trying to, they were trying to repay the favor after the Monday Night Miracle a week ago. But, you know, I, I can't even say anybody saved that. I mean, Andrew Wiggins' shot looked dead on. And it went yeah. in and out. So – that they got away with it. But like I said, four and two, last six games. The key factors in the the lineup change. All playing great since the lineup change. Fox playing great. Bogey playing really good. I shouldn't say he's playing great. And but Buddy is playing great. You know what I mean? It's benefited everybody, it seemed like. And uh even if he don't like it, he's playing great. Yeah. I mean, he's look, he's playing through it. That's what I, I will give him credit for that, because I know he probably still looks at the whole situation with a side eye, but he hasn't brought it onto the court. You know what I'm saying? He's he's playing good basketball, so I got to tip my hat for him, to him for that. Yeah, and I mean, you know, because it's the last couple of games, Buddy hasn't you know done any media, which he, as you know, he's been around the locker room. That's really weird because Buddy loves to talk, and even after a bad game, Buddy will like look, would like stand there like, okay, y'all want to talk to me, right? And I think after. Ever since he went to the bench, that was the first time I ever hear him I ever heard him say, Why y'all want to talk to me? I didn't do anything. And he actually he hadn't played bad, but it's like, you know, there's a point where you gotta remove your ego and see what the, the greater good is. And they're a better team than I mean, that they're that they're great. They're a better team this way. I think putting him back with Corey helps him a lot. And I think Luke touched on it last night. When you start the game, we talk a lot about Fox has to be aggressive, he has to be aggressive, he has to be aggressive. When starting the game with Buddy it's almost like Fox couldn't figure out, do I just get Buddy going first? Do I get myself going? He knows now he can just go get get going because Bogey, even if he's not getting a ton of shots, he'll get himself involved in the game other ways. And he'll, you know, you know, you know, if Buddy goes five, six minutes and doesn't get some shots up, you might lose Buddy. So, you know, and then the like Luke pointed out, when you put Buddy in with that second group, almost every play is called for Buddy now. And so, and he, if, you, if you notice, he's getting much better looks. He's shooting over fifty percent from the field in these six games. Damn near fifty. Damn near fifty from three. Bro, he's killing. He's killing. That this is the this is what boggles me about his disposition right now, or like I said, assumed disposition because he hasn't said anything to either one of us. Well, he did talk to you a little bit, but I mean, he's no, playing. Me, he, great. he don't like. He don't. He don't like this. He don't like it. He's playing great. 
I'm like, this is this is this is crazy to me. He's playing great. He's still getting up around. I don't know. You, I don't know what the average is. I'm looking at the numbers right now. He's getting around 16 shots a game still. He got you know up 12 shots like, last night in 16 minutes and 20 minutes. He looks under control. You know, you have you have fewer instances of Buddy trying to do too much, trying to get the ball and break somebody off the dribble, and you know everything's you know built around him. And the thing about him as a starter is that as good of a scorer as he is, he's not a scorer you build your first team around. He's not dynamic enough as a scorer to where you say I mean, he's a dynamic shooter. But you know, there's more to being a scorer than just the shooter. It's like when I say scorer, I'm like, hey. Hey man, gotta go get, get me line. a bucket. Yeah, you gotta get, get me to the a line bucket too. You don't get, get to the me line something. Yeah. Everything broke down. We throw you the ball. There's there's seven seconds. Go get me something. Get me a good look. Get me a foul. Get me an assist. And that's not his game. He's he's an assassin. He's a he's a hired gun. Shoot, shoot, shoot. And in this role, he can shoot as much as he wants because no one's gonna get mad if he's shooting and Corey Joseph isn't. Right. No one's going to get mad if he's taking shots from Harry Giles or he's taking shots from Dwayne Dedman. No one's going to get mad about that. But if you see Fox and Bowie just kind of standing around watching Buddy dribble, people are going to get frustrated. Then what happens is, you know, there's trickle down. You know, then when Fox gets it, he's not giving it up. Then Bowie's not giving it up. And then Harrison Barnes just becomes a complete spectator. I personally like the move. And it's another one of those things where you say, what, maybe Dave Yeager, if he wasn't such a, you know, difficult person... They could have gotten this thing going last year. I'm a big believer in um, in the NBA about guys understanding what their role is. And it's uh, un, it's completely fair that when these guys come into the league, they don't know what their role is as an NBA player. You know what I'm saying? Everybody pretty much comes from college where you're getting buckets. High school, you were getting buckets or whatever the case may be. And, you know, you're trying to figure it out in the NBA because obviously not everybody's going to be getting buckets like that. When a guy really figures out, all right, this is my role. This is how I'm going to be in the league for 10 years. That's when they really take off. I think about two guys specifically, even three guys. You can look at a Lamar Odom, you know what I'm saying? When he found, when he got with the Lakers and he really found what he was supposed to be as an NBA player. I always thought Trevor Ariza was that type of guy. Trevor was kind of trying to figure out what he needed to do to be in the league. Once he figured out, I'm a 3 and D guy, wing defender, I need to learn how to shoot, hit the corner three and all this other stuff. He's been in the league 10 extra years probably because of that. I thought Matt Barnes was that type of guy. Buddy Hill, um, and he probably takes it as a, as a slight or whatever the case may be, if he would just embrace, I'm this microwave, Lou Williams type dude, off the bench, instant offense, Buddy would be in this league, Jamal Crawford, he would be in the league and get paid like these dudes. Lou Williams is getting money. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dude, he's Lou getting Williams big is on time a contracts. bargain of a deal. Remember when he signed that, that little extension for eight mil a year? People were mad. They was like, Lou, you messing up the game. Like, Lou, take that to the free market. You, you could double that. You know, and I, and I get the ego part of it, you know, and, you know, Buddy didn't sign, you know, and there's also implications for the team. You're paying Buddy like a starter. So now you have to think about, you know, I'm actually kind of writing something about that right now. If this three-guard thing is working, what do you do if you're the Kings? De'Aaron's coming up on an extension next summer, this coming summer, you know, which would kick in for 21-22. You already, you already paid Harrison. You know, do, you know, if this thing works out, do you maybe say, you know what, do we try to move Harrison and get some smaller pieces? And, you know, because now we, we, we've got the three, our three-guard set up. 
we can go cheaper and get a Mo Harkless to play that spot, a Mo Harkless type guy. And we'll pay him less than we're paying him. You know, there's things you can do. So I think there's definitely value in, in looking at this. And before, Luke kept on saying it's not permanent, it's not permanent. But I'm, you know, you know that's coach talk. He even said, he said last night, we're gonna keep, we're gonna we're gonna stick with this for a while because well, it's working. And I don't think it's. I think Buddy, when I talked to him, especially in Chicago, he took it as if they're blaming me for us not winning. In my conversations with the coaching staff and the front office, it was never about blaming Buddy. It was about what can we do to also to get Buddy going again. Because people forget Buddy was struggling. It wasn't like Buddy was playing well to get. Because I mean, Buddy wasn't playing well. Bogey wasn't playing well. Fox was was start start. You know, nothing was clicking. And now you've, you know, it's only been six games, but you found something that clicks. And I do believe that there's value in the fact that Corey played so well with Buddy. You know, I th- and, you know, so I think, you know, maybe, you know, in the midst of a season that's going to be disappointing, you'll be in the lottery. You say, you know what, we found at least, we know those four guys can stick. We know what they all can do, those four guys. You have to figure out, you know, you know some other spots, but you know, what those four guys are, you know, and, and going into the trade deadline, the Kings are still adamant they don't want to trade Bogey. You know, it's moving Buddy's deal would be hard because uh, I believe the they rule is they can't even do it yet until the summer. Yeah, it's I like think. Si- yeah, I believe the rule is you got to wait six months, and even if they could hypothetically move him now, hypothetically, you got to look at this. He's at like four point nine million right now. How do you move that number, and then boom, next year you're like at twenty one. So I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot of moving there's a lot of moving parts, and you know, it wouldn't surprise me honestly if Buddy if he's disgruntled he tries to get out of Sacramento this summer now that he's got his money it wouldn't surprise me but he has no leverage I mean they they're the one they paid him so I mean yeah so I mean I guess we can kind of segue almost now to the trade deadline if you want well, well we we definitely can because we got to talk about um, the guy breaking news all over the place, Jason Jones. We got him right here on the oh, Throne Room Breakdown. We, we have oh, to talk whatever. to the guy breaking news all over the place. Uh, I wish before... you fake Twitter accounts would stop putting my name on stuff that I've never even intimated or said. Got people at me about this Buddy Heel to the Knicks trade. I'm like, they guess they fired Steve Mills. They're like, hey, guess what? And Jason Jones said they're, they're the blockbuster deal. First off, ain't no such thing as a blockbuster with anyone on the Knicks. Ain't nobody on that team. You're like, oh my god, my fortunes have changed. Oh, <laughs> I've got, I've got them. I've got the other Morris twin. Even though that would be fun <laughs> because be fun. we all know he's that's, he's he's one of the four boy. or five players who's about that life. That's a wild you know, boy right there. That's a wild. He's swinging boy. on. He's swinging on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but we we gotta we gotta talk about that. But before I do, I just wanna I just wanna point something out that I noticed. All right, and. I've heard it from people, you know, that they think I'm too soft or, you know, I'm a Luke apologist or Vladi apologist, Vivek apologist, you know, Martina apologist, all this other stuff, right? Scott Moke apologist. Yeah, I Scott mean, Moke apologist, uh, the Kiss Cam apologist, you know, Slamson apologist, all this stuff. I am a Kiss Cam apologist. I love the Kiss Cam. But oh, the Kiss Cam made me mad on Saturday, but we'll digress. That was wild. That was wild. We all know what we're talking about. That was wild. But whatever. That I digress. I'm looking at what it is. This time last year, the Kings were 27 and 25, two games above 500. And people talk about last year and all this other stuff. They're 20 and 30 right now. I don't want to say. 
it would be perfect without that. But the injuries, you can't tell me the injuries don't make for make for five five you know wins. You know what I'm saying? I've like been, I've been saying that. I, I I've been saying that. I've been saying that. You know, just if you take all things into consideration, that they aren't. You know, well, they're the 19 and 31. You know, I I still say if they're healthy, they at least have five more wins, at least minimum five. You know, does that is that still satisfy you? No, but you know, if you're at 24 and 26, that looks a lot. You know, you're right. You're 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 right where I thought they would be in that eight to ten range. You know, so you know, and and they're still talking about the idea that you know well, we're not out of it completely yet. They're six games behind Memphis. You know, the suddenly we got the five, uh, we got the five hundred. We gonna talk trash to somebody. <laughs> about, we gonna we gonna we gonna give Andre Iga, we gonna let Iguodala know how good we. Really, them them now, baby you're, Grizzlies you're dealing, is wild, man. Them baby Grizzlies. Come on, Grizzlies you're Dylan is wild. Brooks now. Calm down. Calm down, <laughs> Dylan Brooks. Calm down. You know, them calm baby down. Grizzlies is and wild. Then I said if I said if Andre is so good, let him go. Let him go. Let him go to the Lakers so you can get that ass swept in the first round by that old ass man. Since since you don't need him at all, let him go. You got a first round pick? Let him go. Let him go to Miami or wherever he went. You know. Yeah. Don't give me. I mean, I was like, come on, y'all. Y'all a little too. They remind me of the Kings last year. They They remind me of the Kings last year. We really good. You're 500. Calm down. You're playing a little. You're playing a lot above your head right now. Yeah. Like I said, 500. You're not. You know. You're not. You're not 40 and 15. Calm down. Yeah, and I just, you know, like I said, I just look at the King situation and being in the storm, it's been like, this has been terrible. This is like we cover it every day, and it looks like it's just been this complete train wreck. And in actuality, when you look at the numbers, you compare it to last year, you can really make the argument that they've had some injuries and they're about five games worse than they were last year. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be that simple and I, I don't know we'll we'll see where it ends up or whatever the case may be I don't know I highly doubt they get 39 wins but you know if they mess around and end up with 35 wins this year that would be kind of exactly what you said to start the season because if they get to 35 wins they're probably playing relatively good basketball you know in the last month and a half worse record but probably set up a little better for next year so just monitoring yeah, it I- monitoring it yeah, to me, you can't undersell the fact that Marvin Bagley III has played in 13 games. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't act as if that doesn't matter. Right. You can't act as if Rashawn Holmes hasn't been out Rashawn for three Holmes. going on. He's been out for a month, right? You can't. Like you can't oh, dang near a month now, yeah. He's missed like 12 games now. 12, uh, yeah. He's missed 12, 13 games now. So, I mean, these things all matter. And especially when you're not the most talented team or the most experienced team, and I get people saying, "Oh, they're they're not, they're not a young team." I said, "They're yeah, they're not a young team, but they're the two players who they consider untouchable are young. That means that you expect those two guys to be your two best players. And right now, Marvin ain't even on the court. You know, Marvin ain't on the court. Marvin ain't on social media, which mm. I think is way overblown. Uh, I don't care. I'm like, what you, you know, think about that, uh, Jason? My, my, what you what you think about that? My thing is, I guess he ain't, I guess he ain't dropping no music because he's releasing <laughs> new music through social, and and even you know what? And, and Marvin's in a can't win situation. Oh, yeah. If right now, if Marvin if Marvin is tweeting pics right now or posting music or you know me and me and my boys chilling right now, every comment from a Kings fan is going to be get on the court. Right. 
Right. Marvin could Marvin could post a picture on his way to Bible study. And someone would say, "Go pray that your foot gets healed and get on the court." That's exactly what they would say. That's you exactly know, it. Marvin could be like out feeding the homeless. You stand on that bad foot though. Why don't you go sit down and rest your foot? I mean, he can't win this. He right. can't win it. Right. So you know, to me, it's no big deal. I mean, you know what? And and like I said the other night, if he's angry right now, that's good. Right. Be mad. You should be mad. Boy, I hear Luca getting all this love. Your boy Trey, Jer, all of them. You should be mad that you ain't been able to show what you can do. Yeah, that's facts. You know, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm like, if he's mad, that's good. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I, I'm not gonna. And I look at it a situation like this. I'm, I, I enjoy social media. You know, we're we're from a, a different era, so we know life before social media and stuff like that. So we kind of, I feel like in in our age group, you know, you know, I'm 36 years old. We kind of understand, like we we see, we, we don't tend to get consumed with social media. We understand the pitfalls. We know there's life outside of social media, so we're able to live it. And I say that to say, I look at social media, and it could be a real damaging place, like for your mental state, for your ego, your confidence, just for how you view the world, you, you know, in this particular case, view a fan base, whatever the case may be. And sometimes... It isn't a bad thing to just step away from it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not the worst thing in the world to say, you know what? I'm I don't need that. And then also if you're like, you know what, maybe I'm doing too much of this social media stuff. I need to get to work. Do that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not and if if Marvin is looking at it either one of those two ways where, you know, they just it's a lot of noise and nonsense and he just said, you know, I'm a I'm a step away from it. I actually agree with him. You know what I'm saying? I I, I can understand it. I know you know, people still taking the shots. Oh, what? He's not keeping the same energy on social media. Like, all right, man. Like, at the end of the day, it can be a distraction and it can be something that you can get too consumed with. And if I actually applaud the man, if he says, you know, I, I'm going to just step away from it because it's not benefiting me at all right now for what I'm trying to do. So let me just slide yeah. away from it. I, I actually kind of have no problem with it. So. Yeah, I mean, I think it's not, you know, and I think most of these guys should probably put their phones down around trade season anyway, just because, mm. you know, it's, uh, it's, oh, I mean. Like I said, when you got Jason Jones breaking news, yeah, you probably should put your fo- your phone away. Yeah, when I'm sending Buddy <laughs> to the Knicks. <laughs> so, yeah. t- so look, I would, I, I'm, I'm glad that you're here. I'd love to talk to you about this particular time of year. And someone like yourself who gets thrown in, for the record, I'm obviously joking with Jason. There was a report out that, per him, the Knicks and the Kings are discussing a trade with Buddy Hield and somebody with the Knicks. Jason, literally on Twitter, said, quote, I ain't say that shit. You know what I'm saying? So he's categorically denied that he has anything to do with that report. So I, I like to know, like, how does it feel this time of year when you just kind of get tossed into stuff that probably isn't happening at all and that you literally had nothing to do with like what is this all about it's How is this crazy because you've got to chase stuff that you know probably won't happen people don't want to return like you know teams don't want to return your calls right now they don't want to tell you anything you know and even when they do you don't believe them like you know so it's like i remember when like when demarcus got traded i'm i'm, I'm asking someone from the team is there any truth to it anything anything no 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 we're sticking with our plan. I'm like, tell me. I said, just don't lie to me. If you can't tell me to say, I can't say nothing. No, it's not going to happen. 
Five hour and later, this man plays for the New Orleans Pelicans. So, I mean, it's, it can be a very, and I think a lot of times fans don't get to say, well, that guy was wrong. No, we can only report what we're told, you know. And if a guy told you something, and people don't understand too, these things change so quickly. Like, I could be on the phone with, I don't know, I'm not, I mean, I'm on the phone with, I'm, on, I'm doing the pod, so it's clear I'm not. I say, say I'm on the phone with Vlade right now. And I, I say, hey, Vlade, what's going on with, I don't know, Kyle Kuzma? And he says, we don't want Kuzma. We, we hang up. Ten minutes later, the Lakers are like, we're going to give you like two number ones and blah, 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 along with Kuzma for belly. Then they make the deal. Things changed. And, and just to be clear, y'all, I'm not saying that happened. I'm not saying that is going to happen. You guys heard it here first happen. on the throne room breakdown. Jason was on the phone with Vladi as we're recording this, and he broke that Kuzma is coming to Sacramento. That'll be aggregated watch, and then it'll be like, see, Jason is throwing stuff out there. And, I mean, I've had stories where you'll write about, you know, and they're kind of the most annoying things to write. It'll be like there's been talks. Like I remember a couple of years ago, there was uh, the Rockets had called about George Hill. And I wrote that, and people were like, oh, you're just – I'm like, no, that, that legitimately happened. I had it from more than one person that they were interested in George Hill, and then you look at the playoffs, you see why, because Chris Paul got hurt. They were out of ball handlers. You know, so but the thing is that the Rockets, they're they're trying to make a trade every day. Yeah, they, you know, we, we've talked you know. about them a lot on here. And, and yeah, so home, I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's a very for me, it's a very annoying time just because I'm like this. I just want some truth, and you can't really get truth right now. And it's like you wait for them to call Shams or Woj, and then you're like, okay, thank you. You know, because I've I've had agents on the phone with me tell me nothing, and then I've had it literally. I've had the information. They're like, well, it's not going to happen yet. And then three seconds later, I see a tweet from Woj. I'm like, thanks for nothing. <laughs> That's called game. Thanks for, thanks for nothing. See, you know, Jason, thanks a lot. you would hate me because, well, see, I didn't do it in a malicious way. I did it kind of ironically. But a couple years ago, like, I just really wondered where this stuff would start. Like, so someone like a, like the, I'm not even going to give them pub, but like the Twitter account that puts you in there. They would just come up with this stuff. I'm like, where is this coming from? And... How easy is it to start a rumor? So I, I always tried to start a rumor. This, this was before I was officially part of the media. But I would say I would say something like, Mike Conley, maybe uh, Utah is in talks with Mike Conley to go to Indiana. Like, and I would just see how far I would go. I'd get like three retweets. It would never catch on. But I was like, is that how this stuff starts? Like, where does this stuff even start? How does it get uh, 4,000 retweets? Off of literally nothing. Like, somebody literally made this up. And I'm like, I want to make up a rumor. Let me make up I a mean, rumor, it, 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 you know, And it's crazy because one of the kind of the jokes of the business is that there are people who do that. Like, you'd be like, come on, ain't nobody say that. Or sometimes what it is, too, is that it might say, say it comes from an agent. And an agent has an agenda. So maybe he's trying to get his client's name out there. You know, he's, you know, so the person could be saying a source or a league source says, you know, you know, a source says that Dwayne Dedman would like to play in Orlando. For example, that could be coming from like one of his people. And so you put that out there. Orlando may not want him. There may not be any talks, <laughs> right. but now you start to where it's like, oh, now this is going on. You know, it just it can have a life of its own, and I tend to play it more safe. I'm like, I'm not just going to throw everything out there. I mean, people will call you and tell. I'm like, why are you telling me this? Like, is it going to happen? Is it close? No, but you know, you should know they talked. Whoop de damn do. 
People talk all the time. I feel that I feel like that's happened a lot with Bogey, right? So the Lakers made the call and said, "We what can we do for Bogey?" The Kings might have said, "Nah, you don't you don't have enough." Anthony Davis, how about that? You know what I'm saying? And then they were like, "No, okay," and that was it. But then it gets reported. The Lakers and Kings were in talk in a possible bulky trade. No, no, they weren't. What are you, t- what are you talking about? Like there was, that's that's how I feel. These things tend to go down, but you know, and then it's out there that you know the Kings are shopping bulky. Then it you know it spreads like wildfire. But yeah, and you know, and, and a lot of times the report might just come from one of the, t- the one of the interested parties, not so much both of them. And you know, and like I said, the Kings don't want to trade bulky. They don't. You know, and even though you can you can argue the the sensibility of that, the idea that you're already paying Buddy a lot of money, do you want to play Buddy and Bogey? That you know, that's a lot of money in that position. I mean, there's definitely reasons why you would trade him, but they don't want to. So I mean, and I tell people all the time, it's not that I'm saying they should or shouldn't. It's what they want to do. I don't, you know, I don't have any vested interest in like, well, you better do it or else. No, they don't want to do it, and you can't make them. <laughs> You know, lots of people, you know, and I always tell people when you, when you send me these, when you send me these trades that you created on Trade Machine and all that, ask yourself why does this help the other team? I mean, I get sent so many lopsided. My boy Warrell Williams, you know, former Grant High, you know, Pacer star, former Cal Bear, sent me some trade. It was like jason tatum and something coming to the kings i'm like come on my man why the hell are they gonna trade jason tatum for Dwayne deadman and harrison barnes and like spare it was like it was like because remember tatum's on a rookie deal it was like tatum for like harry giles and justin james and i'm like come on man come on man that's my dude i'm like come on come on world you think that's not gonna happen you know you're coming up with these nba 2k trade the trade that you know 2k would reject like come on you know don't kill my dreams don't kill my dreams Never should have gave y'all that. Never should have gave y'all the trade machine. I swear. I yeah, swear. Bro. So, uh, uh, yeah, trade. De- I guess by the time we talk again, something would or would not have happened. Trade deadline's on Thursday, right? And the Kings have usually made a deal, you know, at least one around the deadline. You know, they made the they made the one deal already, which is now giving Trevor Ariza a rebirth. <laughs> Winion Gabriel out there starting games, Swanigan getting minutes, you know. Hey, but look, so. the funny thing about that is, like, I, I, I saw somebody talk about it, and I kind of saw two people were, like, saw Winion starting, and, uh, and you know, King's Twitter, just the shit show sometimes. They're like, oh, my gosh, look, Vladdy did it again, trading a Winion Gabriel, and look, he's starting for Portland. This is just typical Vladdy. And then, like, Winion's stat line was like one, one, two, and one. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, relax, guys. Like, it's not like he, he, he traded goddamn Scottie Pippen out there. And I like Winion. I think Winion can play, but just calm down a little bit. All right, it's crazy. My little snarky joke from last night. You know, give uh, Brian, my producer, get the uh, the drums ready. You know, Dwayne Dedman really wants out of Sacramento. You can see in the way he's playing. <laughs> He's playing his ass off, and he's he's auditioning for everybody else. He said, "Get me out of here! Look, I can ball." <laughs> yeah, save me, save me. You know, can, and maybe they can, can make play. something happen. I, I, I actually they, like that. I I think if yeah. Deadman was okay coming off the bench, I think he'd be a good backup 
big guy for this team. I think they should hold on to him. He's, he's, he has played really well since he's gotten back into the rotation. I thought he's, he's yeah, done a lot of The only stuff. problem they've, you've got there is that, you know, um, Rashawn will be back soon. So then it goes back to him not playing. You know, and if, if you're just going to use him, you know, for like eight, ten minutes of burst, you'd probably use Harry there instead of uh, him. So, yeah, so we're going we're close to being back in that same situation. But, you know, if they wait till the summer, you know, basically Detman's an expiring deal because you have, you have the buyout in year three. So they have no I mean, if they don't move him, I mean, I could see why they wouldn't move him. But you could also want, might want to clear that money or hope to try to clear that money so you can then sign somebody else who's not going to work out. Well, I shouldn't say that. That's mean. <laughs> that is yeah, mean. So, but Come yeah, on. I guess. Uh, Come I on. I don't know where we are here. I shouldn't say things like that. I'm, I'm, I promise not to be jaded anymore <laughs> this season. <laughs> things are going great in Sacramento. You know, you know I'm Celebrate going back to the lottery. good times. Come on. But, yeah, when we... I, I, uh, I used to hear that song all the time back in the 80s. You know, it played all the time when the Lakers would win championships. Yeah, well, you hadn't heard that in a while. All right? Hadn't heard that in okay, a while. Okay, so, okay. Okay, let's not go there, man. Let's not go there. So, between, uh, Sunday, between Sunday and being inside, you and yeah, let's not do that. Yeah, let's, let's be nice. Let's not... Um, we know... We we we're not they're not playing that song by Great America today. Okay. We know that. Relax, Re- relax, Jason. Temecula <laughs> is only a short car ride away. All right. Okay, uh, I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, we're closing it out. Like I said, by the time we talk on Friday, something would have happened. Whether something is nothing or something is actually something, something would have happened. So we'll talk about that. But Jason. I'm I'm jamming all this clothes down your throat right now, pause, because uh, you know what I'm saying. I want to I want to ask you about Royal Rumble real quick. My man Edge comes back, MVP comes back. My girl Bianca Belair is a beast. I love her. I thought it was a great Royal Rumble. Your thoughts? We've gone the whole season without talking wrestling. We had to talk wrestling for Royal Rumble. I thought the women's was predictable. I I was hoping that it would be Baszler or Bianca would win. You know, I was like, I'm like, come on. I mean, Charlotte only has held the title like every other month for like you know, years. I'm like, <laughs> right. come, I mean, Charlotte doesn't need a belt to have heat. No. Nah. I don't you know, know why they haven't a- brought uh, Baszler or Bianca up to one of the main shows yet. My guess it'll be after WrestleMania or, you know, one of them will debut at WrestleMania. You know, that'll be like their dope. main. They are dope. Yeah, and, and, I, I and, and, and I'm assuming we can assume Bianca will be on Raw with her husband. We want the smoke. Yeah, we so want the smoke. You saw, you know, on Raw, you know, Angel Garza was up. So, I mean, they're they're slowly. But, I mean, they always bury the good NXT people, it feels like. It's like outside of like Ricochet, like Aleister Black is like, I don't know what he, they're doing with him. Like Keith Lee should be on the main roster right now, but they're. They're no. wilding. And then uh, yeah. it looks like they're trying to give uh, Drew McIntyre a big push here, you know, with a, probably a Brock fight yeah, at it, WrestleMania. Yeah, and they'll probably let Brock beat him in three minutes. Brock is hilarious. What he did to Ricochet and R-Truth the two weeks leading up. Oh, man. I, I just love it. I'm, I'm my, it's funny because I think we talked about this before. My son, he's seven years old. He watched, I watch wrestling with him. And when Brock comes in, like when he was like throwing Ray Mysterio around like a rag doll, I thought it was so hilarious. Like I love to see the little guys get tossed around crazy. And he's sitting there like, why are you laughing? It's not funny. Would you like somebody to do that to you? And like, you'll understand when you get older. Like, this is hilarious. I love Brock beating people up. So I don't think he'll throw Drew McIntyre around like a rag doll. But yeah, it looks like that's where they're going. 
So we'll see, you know, it should be an interesting, you know, lead up to the next pay-per-view, giving Ricochet a push, you know. I think there'll be some I think there'll be some good things going on and that'll keep me distracted, you know, while we wait for Vlade to pull up no make another great deadline trade. Get everyone get everyone hyped up last year it was Harrison Barnes. It got everyone excited. Maybe he'll bring back Iman Shumpert after the break, you know. <laughs> Don't play with my bring emotions. Back, Don't play with my emotions, Shump. Jason. Bring back some fire. <laughs> hey, my say Marcus Morris is available. Hey, with my fake my fake Kings uh Knicks trade. So I mean, hey, if they are you know, maybe I can fake report that Marcus Morris is on the way along with Julius Randle. Just get every just get every player that Dave Yeager ever wanted. You know, Kuzma, you know, Julius, just get every player he never wanted. Just, just like it's like they're trolling Dave Yeager, putting buddy on like everything that Dave said they should do. They're going to do after he's gone. So I, I think a fun game to play. I got to figure out the nuances of it, but a fun game to play would be to um not follow Jason Jones for the next two days, but follow the sites that tag him in these fake trades and then get mad at Jason, um, you know, after you, you see the reports of these fake trades. I want yeah, more. Please, I want more. Yeah, I want more that, than yeah. just this one. Yeah, let me, let, me, let, me, let me come up with a one where I'm somehow getting, like, I don't know, who, you know, let's see, Steph Curry is healthy. <laughs> say he gets healthy, I'm going to get him to the Lakers for, like, KCP and, like, a second-round pick. You know, let me let you know for like you know for like Jared Dudley, Rondo, and Cash. You know, just right. let's just make up some trades that don't even make sense financially or logically. A salary well. dump for the for the Warriors. They were they were the Warriors doesn't want to go over the luxury tax. The Warriors are sick of Clay. They don't want him anymore. <laughs> let's dump Clay and stuff. They'll send they'll send Clay to the Kings for Buddy, and it'd be a three way trade. And Willie ends up back in Sacramento with 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 with, with Clay and. All right. Well, happy trade deadline week, and Jason. It'll be all over Thursday at noon. Jason, it is it'll still be all bang bang Niner gang. We'll be back. Pune pune Niner. We'll be back. Okay, we will be back. I'm out of here. I got to go. All right, I'm out of here. Cry too. like Nick Nick Bosa still. All right, I'm out of here. Holler.